This episode of the Savage Snowflake podcast is brought to you by Boundless Technology. Boundless Technology strives to advance in the cannabis industry by creating innovative products with portability and stealth in mind. Aiming to deliver an affordable, efficient and straightforward experience for the consumer, Boundless offers an alternative to the traditional joint or water pipe. Enjoy the taste, smells and effects of cannabis at lower vaporization temperatures with Boundless Technology products. Use coupon code SAVAGE for 10% off all Boundless Technology products at bndlstech.com. Follow Boundless on all social media at bndlstech. And if you want to show your support for the podcast, head to patreon.com forward slash Savage Snowflake to donate as little as $1 a month. Oh, that's savage. Let's get to it. I like that we come What's going on, savages? How are you doing? <laughs> that was quite a nice intro to it, you with your cheeky little laugh. Um, cheeky. Cheeky little laugh. All right, those of you on the video will already be looking at her, but for those of you who are listening to the audio, how are you, Savages? Good to have you here. This is another episode of the Savage Snowflake Podcast with me, Jeff Leach, your dad, your lover, your friend, your brother, your sister, a sinner, a saint, I'm everything you ain't. Um, I am happy to be back. Uh, I've got another fantastic guest for you all to listen to, to learn from, and hopefully to fall madly in love with. She's a stand-up comedian, she's a writer, an actress, and also a friend of mine, although there's a weird... We'll talk about the weirdness in a minute. Uh, it's Esther Koo, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Esther Koo. Hi, Jeff Leach. The most recognisable laugh in comedy, potentially, I think you. Whoa! You have an incredibly distinctive laugh. Yes, I do. And it's like a Gatling gun of happiness, but it sounds a bit sarcastic. You know, David Tell described my laugh as like, I'm in pain <laughs> while I'm laughing. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those, you know, they have those um, well, in BDSM movies, it's like where it's like pleasure and pain. So it's like an orgasm, but it's strained. That's your laugh is like, it's like you're having a great time, but also your body's telling it somehow differently. It was, <laughs> it was my, it That's was basically my... what it's like, right? That's a pretty good impression. <laughs> it's my SOS signal. Really? Yes. You do short bursts based on how intimidated you're feeling at the time. I mean, it's a cry for help. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. And like most people don't realize that it's a cry for help. Really? Yeah. Are we gonna just, get, we're going to get deep today, aren't we? I think, can already feel this. They just think like, oh, that's such an annoying laugh. Shut up, you dumb bitch. But <laughs> <laughs> I like when I hear but, it because when I... I do you like I, it? I, I, I think it's... See, I like some, though, first of all, I like two things. I love people <laughs> laughing. That's something we should all fucking love as comedians. Secondly, I have a quite a distinctive laugh when I laugh at shows as well. And, uh, and I'm into it. I think it's, it's honest and it comes from a real place. And that's why I'm not worried about how it sounds. So when I hear your laugh, I've heard your laugh whilst watching people's specials or clips online or something like that. And I think I commented on some YouTube video about six months ago. I was like, oh, I can, oh, Esther Koo was, was, was clearly of, at, the, um, at that show. Of Ari's show. <coughs> yeah, there you go. This is not happening. This is not happening. There I was you go. at that taping. Yeah, and, and I was and like, when, um, I can hear Esther Shane in the Moss background. Shane Moss was on stage. I was laughing. Hilarious. Um, wait, I should also, I want to preface this chat with uh first of all how nice you're being today i want, I want everyone <laughs> what do you to mean know. today i'm well, normally on, not on. nice <laughs> despite the fact you're dressed up as ash from pokemon go you look like it does look like i'm interviewing a migrant worker child it's it's hilarious and amazing um so you and i have like had this really weird 
relationship since we've known each other it's not like chill your fucking boots not like a, not an intimate relationship but like we I, I always I always liked you and thought you were very funny we've done a couple of podcasts together before like other people's we've done a few and then we've you came on the d-pad when I used to do that one and uh, and I think you're very funny and very talented but then we also had this weird thing where we kind of you at like I you blocked you on Instagram fucking hate me and then I was like oh well then fuck this bitch and then so I had to as well. so the two of us oh, like, I just like a challenge, so yeah. I always just try to make myself as unlikable as possible. It was, you worked, you worked it really worked. well. <laughs> but my, but it's, the thing is, is that I've always known the whole time that we don't actually, or I, from my side at least, don't actually dislike each other. But I, but we kept up this kind of dance. You're denser than I thought. Where we, I'm denser than you thought. Yeah. But continue. Um, but then I was like, oh, this, she fucking hates me. And I'll, I'll just keep it up. I just, I guess I'll play up to it every time we're around each other. But today, you turned out have been so lovely and friendly and sweet and genuine. And you brought me a fucking French pastry filled with cream. I hope it's cream. I don't know. Isn't it good? Delicious. But it, I just wanted to preface this conversation by saying, you know what, Esther Koo, you're doing all right. You've been a really nice person today. And, I, and I'm very... I'm very, it's very nice. It's a very nice side of you. Why am I turning into a nice person? I hate this. Yeah, what is it? Is it because <laughs> it's raining outside? You're feeling a bit vulnerable? You know, the weather can have an effect on people's emotional state. Maybe you've come in here like, oh God, I don't really know. You know how I'm feeling today. Maybe I'll just be nice and just feel good about it. You've got no, a comfy I think, jumper on. I think deep down inside I'm a nice person, but like on the surface, I'm like a dog that barks. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're one of those you, little yippy dogs. To keep you away. Like, hey. But if you invest a bit of time and you get close and you get its trust, then it's Yeah, it loves but you. if you're my friend, you know, Belly I'll have rubs, I'll have rubs. your I'll have your back. Oh yeah? You know? What can you offer in terms of protection? Like what kind of how what kind of level are we talking having some Taekwondo back? black belt moves? Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I could be your bodyguard. <laughs> You're a fucking liar. You don't do Taekwondo to black belt standard. Okay, brown belt. You were a brown dark belt? Dark brown. Ta- dark brown. <laughs> Shit colored. Smeared with the blood. Brown with the blood of all the men that I've killed. Um, do you really do Taekwondo to brown belt? I mean, I used to do Taekwondo. And you got to brown belt level. But it's level. like once you do it, isn't it like riding a bicycle? I did Aikido and I, I did some kickboxing. And you could, and you yeah, could do it. I can still beat the shit out of someone, yeah. Yeah. But only if they're not better than me at Taekwondo or you know, kickboxing or Aikido, then they'd probably beat the shit out of me. Right. I could knock you down and just, you know. Could you? Yeah. Do a really painful blow to your nose and bam. Oh, one of those. Yeah, put you in a... Put my nose through my brain. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty, I mean, that's pretty fucking hot, actually. We don't do that. Because you're not supposed to hurt each other. Are you are you legally registered as a weapon? Because uh, after a certain level of ability, you have to. Get I yourself... think my weapon my weapon license expired. Oh, okay. So you're no longer a weapon. I mean, but who pays attention to expiration dates? No one. Especially when you're drinking almond milk. Oh, that shit lasts for it's nuts forever. It's just nut milk. It's just nuts. Nuts it's not like nuts off. were jerking I've off. I've got almonds in my fridge, I shit you not, that I put in a fucking salad. I had the most LA, I said it on Instagram, that I was just such a cunt. I was eating a kale salad with fucking tuna, albacore tuna and almonds and seeds. And I just felt like a fucking arsehole. But those almonds that I put in that salad, those motherfuckers have been in my fridge, giant bag for about... I think Why do you keep almost, them in your fridge? Almost two or three. Because they keep so well. Almost two Should years. Should I keep my almonds in my fridge? They've been in there for almost two years and they're still fucking and they're fine. good. Delicious. Right, nutty. they don't turn soggy. They don't go bad. 
almonds retain a little crunch. Almonds no matter where are they the are. Twinkie of the nut world, dude. Hundred percent, dude. <laughs> I ha- I also have almonds that are a year old. We're gonna that's almonds are gonna be the next race once the human race on eradicates them whenever itself. Whenever I need a little boost in nuttage, you grab a little handful. But you're right. I never throw out almonds. Have you got a bag of them right now somewhere at home? I have like two bags. Two I have bags. two containers of them. She's making two almond bag money. <laughs> and. I've made almond butter before. Really? Yeah. Yourself, homemade. Yeah, homemade Lies. almond butter. How? We just like blitz that shit up, and then you add normal was butter. Was it almond butter? No, it was cashew spread. It's Where very you specific. soak, you soak like cashews for like six hours in the fridge in okay. water, yeah, and then you blend it in a blender, right? And it turns into this delicious. So it's spread. like peanut butter of cashews. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's your hands that were on the cashews because whoever made that cashew butter that you bought at the so store. So you are a nice girl, aren't you? I you are a nice woman. You are a nice woman, and I just see it's just once you get through that barrier, there's you know there's the sweet chick who's loyal and wants to make fucking cashew butter for someone. That's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty sweet. I know, and people just label me a jerk without knowing Why me. Why do you think they labeled you a jerk? Because they only know, like, drunk me. <laughs> ah, is that what it is? <laughs> yes, because, like, you know, you turn into a little bit of an asshole. You, you got get a little, very red when you drink. You get a little Because a lot edge. of Asian people, they get that, um, uh, pink, you know, a reactionary experience to alcohol. I don't think I turn red. So, so you got no excuse, see? A lot of my Asian friends don't drink much because they just go, I just don't want to... You know, go bright red. Go, go flush. Yeah, I'm. I stay the same color. I just puke. <sighs> you just puke and I just puke once I've people. reached my reach my quota. Um, we know each other from New York originally, but yeah. this is this is home for you, right? Yeah. And has been for how long? For a year and a half. Do you prefer being out here than being on the East Coast? Um, I miss the people on the East Coast, but I don't miss the, the landscape. Locale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't miss smelling piss everywhere I go. <laughs> even, in, even in summertime, it's being the in worst. such close Cooking contact garbage. with millions of people on a daily basis, I do not miss that. No, I miss my friends. Yeah, yeah, but I and also the comedy. I miss being yeah, able to do four the, shows in a night. The stages, um, and the rooms. Yeah, and the people. But I don't miss like sitting on a subway. And having to fight your fucking way past a homeless to, guy taking a shit to get on the one train to go downtown, and it's a fucking pain in the ass. It is a pain the in the city ass. is a pain in the ass. The, the weather and we're having today cold. here in LA, it's absolutely torrential downpour a minute ago. Oh, today was beautiful. Oh, you like that? I love rain. Do you ever go out and just dance in the rain like you're in an 80s movie? Um, Put on like a white shirt. But well, then a, can like I a tell you something? Bra, I'm so 80s. I the... love 80s culture. So you should be and outside music. dancing barefoot in the rain in a man's oversized okay, shirt. Okay, maybe not barefoot. No, you have to be barefoot, otherwise it's not. No. Ooh, how are they going to put a score? I need over to get my tetanus chicken? shot before I dance barefoot in the rain. <laughs> but I Can love you the rain. Imagine you went out there just trying to live your best eighties dream, and then you ended up fucking standing on an AIDS needle. That's it. I am the eighties dream. I can't believe that. I was. I love eighties so much. I was born a month well, and a, a half a into the eighties. How old? Are you, how old are you? 38. Are you 38? Are you 38? I'm 34. Are you? I'm four years younger you, than oh you. Oh my God. Are you fucking kidding me? You're 38. I'm your elder. Are you Bow actually- down to me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's are you the way of showing respect. Are you 38? Honestly. I am. Are you honestly 34? You're not 38. I was born in 1980. Are you fucking serious? I was born, right, I, I I was born in February of 1980. 
which you got that so wait you got that you 100% have that sort of youthful Asian look but then you're gonna hit what 50 or 60 and then overnight you're gonna become like 100 you get super wise you get the black belt that's when they they turn up and they give you the black belt and you hand over the brown belt that's when I'll get my black belt yeah and you grow a little beard like a little few little whiskey but I only missed a month and a half of the 80s yeah, that's crazy. I was literally born in You're 1980. I can't believe that. You look a lot younger than that. Are you, um, I think what people, is it about the 80s you love so much? I love the music. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that fucking laugh, man. Yeah. That, Your face. That You're is like, the, really? I mean, that's the worst part of the 80s. That's the worst part of the 80s. No, but for me, I Fashion love- Fashion was pretty bad too. I love 80s music and 80s hair. Hair was pretty dope, you know. People like did some the fun volume, shit. They the sheer volume, shit. like women from the eighties. Like you watch an eighties movie, the women just look so beautiful because their hair is. You should have got a rolling glow. Wouldn't that have been good? Because then you could be like literally, a, like in the flamboyant outfits of the lady wrestlers in the eighties. Oh, Mark Maron show. Yeah, glow. Yeah. Oh yeah. That'd have been dope. Are they still doing that? I think they might have run its course it might have had two seasons i think that's maybe it i'm not sure yeah there's too much wrestling in that though there's i mean it's very wrestling heavy i wouldn't want because it's about wrestling i wouldn't want to <laughs> wrestle well that wrestling show's got way too much wrestling they'd be it. like uh stop using your stunt double all the time yeah. do your own do your own stunts i'd do my own stunts in movies what about you let's say let, let's let's fast forward two more years she hits 40 boom she gets the biggest role of her life it's a hollywood blockbuster she's playing lucy Liu's younger sister she goes in, they say, all right, there's a jump of a three-story building. And we can obviously get the stand-in. You know, stand-in stood over there. And she's like, hey, what's up, I'm Julie. And then, or you can do it. We'll hook you up, but you have to do this and you have to nail it. What do you do? Boom. I don't do my own. You fucking pussy. Why? What? Why wouldn't you do your That's the most fun thing ever. No. Are you not a thrill seeker then? No, I like I've never been skydiving or I don't. And you have I no desire do, to do that shit. I don't Bungee do those jumping. types of sports. Really, not into it. No, it's too risky for me. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I, I think I think the chance <laughs> of being on a bungee rope and it snapping are infinitely smaller than getting hit by a car as you cross the road. I don't feel the need to do that. Okay, that's you know, different. That's different. You're not into it. I don't it. seek it out. See, I like those highs. That's how those stimulate that stimulation. I love the natural high. It makes me feel really good, especially because now I don't do class A drugs anymore. I'm like, all right, how do I get that fucking <gasps> you feel with adrenaline? What? Yeah, coke and you know ketamine and shit like that. But oh. so what I'm saying is like to get that high, I like doing stuff like jumping out of a plane or you know uh, bungee jumping or you know. Yeah. Putting my balls in a vice. You know, stuff, just normal stuff. Normal stuff that people do on the weekends. Yeah, I don't, I don't seek that out. <laughs> you didn't even fucking, you didn't even falter at all when I said balls in a vice. I didn't hear you. Oh, okay. All right, okay. <laughs> we shouldn't have smoked before this, should we? Um, yeah, so I love that. I love that thrill. I think most people do, right? Most people get off on that shit. I don't know about most people. Do you reckon I'm in the minority then? I could be. Fuck. All right, that's good though. I don't think most people want to do that stuff. What kind of stuff gets you excited in this day and age outside of getting, stepping on stage and doing comedy? Obviously, that's always going to be the number one thing that makes a performer feel alive. But what else do you get genuinely excited about now? Um, Like, I like music. 
Okay. You know? Going to like, see live today, music? Today, I heard this girl on the radio win tickets to the Rolling Stones concert. She called and had the right answer to the question on the radio station. Did you feel happy and for her or did you feel envious and jealous? I Did you want to hurt her? I felt angry at her. Yeah. Because she didn't sound... fuck that bitch. She, she didn't even she sound was, excited. She wasn't even sounding excited. How would you have done it? Let's, I would have screamed. Oh my God. Okay, let's do this. Okay, okay. All right, you're back on KCLA 256593. We're going to be giving away those two tickets right now to Rolling Stones to one lucky caller. Uh, hi, hi, you're on the line. Hello? Hi, you're on the line. Am is I that, on? Is that Esther? Yes. Hey, Esther. Okay, quick question. Uh, what is the capital city of the UK, of England in the UK? What's the capital city? Go ahead. Um, Is it London? It is London. You won yourself two no tickets way. to Rolling Stones. No way. They make Stones. it so easy. Yeah. No wonder British people are retarded. I want to apologize <laughs> to all of our listeners. For that, we are not responsible. We're going to give away those tickets to someone else. There you go. See, that's what would have happened. You would have fucked it well, up Well, I did win a radio contest in college. Yeah? What'd and you I win? screamed. I won tickets to see... Blink-182. No. They had a one-hit wonder. It's been following since your mom... I forget what the ladies. name of the band was. Bare Naked Something ladies. with a number nine. Number nine in it? It had a number nine in it. Takashi 69 It was really recent. You just got out of college. No. Um, nine. I don't know. I honestly don't know. There was one nine. And did you go and see this show? I don't think so. You just screamed a lot on the radio. I just screamed just for winning. And then you sold the tickets to buy weed. No, I wasn't smoking weed then. You've been very famously like associated as one of the weed smoking comics. Like people who do weed related stuff always have you booked on as a guest. I've seen that a lot. Uh, when did your love affair with smoking weed begin when i moved to new york yeah like, oh in new york not out here okay my first day in new york i smoked weed and uh, i just was haven't the first time you'd ever smoked weed yeah as well? i had never smoked weed because i had a when was this how long ago was this uh 2006 2006 yeah and you hit that you get what where was it other comics who were you with i was with uh this friend from kindergarten okay she he 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 was visiting new york or he lives in new york he lived in new york and he was like hey check this out I got a fucking blunt. And, and nobody had offered me weed before. What was it? Was it like a was it a spliff or a was joint. it like a, a proper? It was a joint. So okay, mixed with tobacco, yeah. rolled up in papers, mm -hmm. and he fucking lit that shit up. And he went, "There you go, take a hit on that." Yeah, How and like it? everybody in high school always made fun of me. They were always like, "I'll smoke what she's smoking." Yeah, you know, because I was always laughing in high school, yeah. but I wasn't high. Nah, you were but just all the you stoners, but all the stoners were my people. Yeah, 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 because they are the only ones who were they peaceful were, enough. They were high to listen to that laugh. All yeah. the time. <laughs> <laughs> they were high. You got to be super all high. Day. Anybody who was high all day at school loved me. Yeah, you're, pretty, you're, the, you're definitely all the very... sober little princesses. Fucking hated me. They were like just bitches to me. Yeah. Well, look at them now. Where are they now? Fat, probably, with three kids they don't want. Or teaching at the school. Ah, fucking scumbags. Teachers, I mean, who, educating the youth. Can who you would imagine, do that? Can you Sorry imagine to my mum and my sister, school? who are both teachers. I love you very much. And but I value do they teach at do. the school they went to? Um, No. I think No, they teach at different schools. My sister really, lives in New that's Zealand That's really now. sad. Teaching at your own high school. There's this girl. <laughs> there's this Isn't girl. Isn't that beautiful? You want to give back to an institution that has helped you. No, but it's not that <coughs> she wants to give back. It's that she wants to keep living out high school. Okay, there you go. Because high school yeah. were her best years. So she went back and she's a teacher there. Yeah, yeah. 
And she like wistfully so walks sad. past the old class photo and the cups that, and she's and she'll say to students, she go, she go, oh my god, you know that, you know that I actually, I won this, I won this, I won this when I was thirteen. Actually, I, I actually won this. So you know that just, I was I'm on that saying, homecoming anyway, court. Get to class. Get to class. Yeah. You know? And like, and then you have a bunch of brats just as your students. Who, yeah. Because high school kids are assholes. And then she ends up having sex to, with a seventeen-year-old boy. Because she wants to relive what it's like to be a 17-year-old girl. Oh, my God. She probably has yeah. sex with all the students. And she fucks one of those 17-year-old boys. And then it comes out. And then, boom. She goes, I don't care. I love him. I love him. I don't know where you're from. Is that a good accent? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not from the South. Where are you from originally? Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Chinatown. Mm-hmm. The big C. Yeah. That's all right. That's cancer. Oh. Um, <laughs> the big C is cancer. I'm not sure if that's what Chicago can be described as. Um, what was it like growing up as a young Asian girl who wants to do comedy with a, a very poignant laugh in Chicago? The mean streets of Chicago. It was cool. I mean, Chicago people, I think we're all like big dorks. Did you have like a middle class or a working class upbringing? What was your background? Or maybe a wealthy My upbringing? My dad was working class. My mom was middle class. So okay, it was so kind, kind of, of awkward. middle class upbringing. You know, because when my dad went grocery shopping, he bought like one jug of milk and one loaf of bread and a box of cereal. Arm and we'd be milk. like, you know, milk, you know, there's five last. kids here. Yeah. And then your mom would go And then my and mom the would go shopping and she'd spend $200 on groceries. And your parents are both Korean? Yeah. Okay. You ever been to Korea? You ever been back there? I just went this summer. How was that? You know, it's changed so much. It's so modern. It's they have every- South Korea is like you know at the forefront of so many video games and esports. All was born in South Korea. Oh my god! They're I know. Like- People freaking don't even go to the bathroom. They're so busy playing video games. They everything's changed. Like when I went six years ago. Mm. My relatives escorted me everywhere because they knew I didn't speak Korean or read Korean. Yeah. So they're like, you know, just keep an eye on her like, and everything. And this time, I didn't need a chaperone because right. everything's in English also. Really? Not okay. that it's in English. Like, you know, um, it's just the uh, the English pronunciation is underneath. So maybe it's just Korean... like to- tourism has just risen in the country. So now yeah, they're accommodating tons of people. dumb fucking Americans and Brits who can't speak any other language. And there's tons of like dumb Americans and Brits walking who, around who, mo- who move there yeah. to teach English. And then they just got a girlfriend and they stayed. Yeah. I'm thinking of doing that. I think that's what I should do. Oh. Go and get like one of those mail order brides. Yeah, you should. I would but love that. It's not a mail order bride. Like you would... I go out there you and I can legit, really. Yeah. Asian girls out there would like me. Uh, yeah, not me, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure a lot of my cousins would. If I was trying to hit on you, I wouldn't go to Korea to do it. That's, an, that's an, a very expensive yeah, fucking you know, first date, by the way. But you wouldn't like it there because weed is so illegal there. Oh, no, I don't mind. I don't need weed. I, like, I enjoy it. It's the only vice that I still have, really. Uh-huh. Um, and it's preferable to having a drink, you know, it's like... I don't get a hangover from smoking a little weed in the evening. I wake up and feel pretty great. But you don't smoke every day. Um, not really. No. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe. Yeah. It depends. Depends how. Like, I had a whole week where I didn't smoke last week, but that's because I was ill. And now I'm out of that. I'm smoking again, and I have smoked every day since I've not been ill. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's nice. It makes me feel good. Um, but in Korea, I don't need it. I'm going out there to get a Korean wife, right? Right. That's what you want now. Am I attractive to Korean women, though, because I'm a comedian and an actor? It's not like a very stable job, is it? It's not like I'm going to turn up there and go, hey, come and live in the, my palace, my one-bedroom apartment palace. 
the lap of luxury? Or would they just be into me because I'm just a big white dude and that's kind of unique and sexy? Um, um, they, you know, you could always, all you need is one girl. You yeah. know, and that's why I think it's so funny when people say, oh, do Korean girls like this? Do Asian girls like that? It's like, all you need is one girl who likes you. But so- I, was ta- I mean, I was talking to, um, I think to Zainab Johnson about, about the fact that in America, black girls really like dating me out here. Whereas in London, that just wasn't a thing. They just Why is that? Oh, because you're just, rare they here. They were just less, yeah, I guess out here... And I have a different energy that, that matches up with and maybe what... the black girls in England, they have the accent as well. What do you mean, what accent? What, the English the British accent? accent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, exactly. But here, you're exotic. A little bit. And yeah. also, yeah, yeah. So it's just like a different thing. Um, I mean, on paper. <laughs> on, exactly, exactly. But then, you know, I wonder whether it could be the same out there. I'm just, I just got to, I've got to pick it out. I reckon in another five years when I hit, or six years when I hit 40, yeah. I can't I'll just stand, go out there. I can't stand the British accent, but I'm sure there are girls who love it. Why do you hate the Brits or their I accent? I don't Why hate do it. Hate I think accent? you guys just talk dumb. Dumb? Yeah, like it's just, it's what, like, like we you guys sound, you guys sound all words. fucking Oh wait, that's American. We sound dumb because we sound pretentious. That's an oxymoron. The fact is, if we sound pretentious, it means we're yeah, trying to sound, sound more like, highfalutin. You sound like some fucking welder who's trying to be all high class. A welder who's yeah. trying to be... <laughs> what, me personally? No, I have, just uh, Brits in general. But there's very different types of British accent. There's a very RP, very pronounced... Well, I can't you know, tell the difference. Pronounced and clipped English. It all sounds and the same And then there's like more like Cockney and, you know, London and fucking, yeah, they sound like a welder. And he's like, Northern as well. That could be quite you know, uh-huh. working class. And yeah, I was it going? Yeah, you good? But, you know, that yeah. clipped RP, come on. We sound incredibly intelligent. Sir Patrick Stewart, Richard E. Grant, um, Hugh. I can barely uh, understand what you guys are saying half the time. Really? Yeah. Have you ever thought that might not be because um, English people sound dumb, but because you don't have the linguistic ear to understand it? See, not only do you sound pretentious, you are pretentious. <laughs> ah, I am a little pretentious. A little. I'm just suggesting a that maybe you're a lol. Your hatred of the English I'm just a dumb American. Accent. Yeah. You know. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Because I thought if you're Asian American, you're anything but dumb. Because generally, kids I'm are dumber than most. Like compared to a Korean who grew up in Korea, yeah, yeah, she's more disciplined. She's memorized more things. Yeah, and she knows she can a lot cook more. Her, she makes than, really good homemade food. Than I know. Yeah, she's quiet. If she, if you ask her to be quiet, she'll walk ten paces yeah. behind you. All that good shit. Yeah, but you know it's different now because there are a lot of <laughs> Korean guys who move back to Korea. I'm glad I'm laughing at my jokes. Go on, yeah, it's all right. That's so used to it. Guys who move back to Korea to go and get a wife. To go get a wife, but times have changed. It's not like the 90s anymore where you could just snap up a wife. Yeah, unless and- you're a big fucking white dude with an English accent. I reckon if I went out there, I could get myself a, you know. Yeah, you would do well. Yeah, yeah. All right. Maybe I can find some Korean dudes to roll like, with. There's always creepy white guys in Korea. Oh, I'm not creepy. <laughs> there's nothing creepy about a 40-year-old, me in six years, going out there on my own to find a young bride. There's nothing creepy <laughs> about that. It's super creepy. What do you think about people who like pay for love in that way, though, and just go, you know what, I just want some companionship. Is there anything wrong with that if both people are happy with it? the arrangement? Well, I mean, that's effectively what it is. You're effectively going somewhere and saying, yo, I give you 
paperwork and a life in a country that you want to go to and look after you in that respect and the girl's going cool all right and i'll in return be a partner to you you know and and it's i don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with that if it's if everyone's an adult and is you know kind of accepting of the situation well it's acceptable over there because it's not how i would want my relationship to begin in any way shape or form but you know some some of those people must fall in love right eventually you reckon or not yeah even in arranged marriages, people fall in love all go. the time. Yeah, look at fucking, you know, Southern Asian people. They're having a great time. And they're all told, oh, you got to marry your fucking, you know, this girl. I haven't even met her. doesn't matter. Just you'll meet her at the wedding. What? Maybe it's better. Um, you spend maybe. less time sex because you didn't. Be weird you as didn't fuck have, though, isn't it? You didn't date. Can you imagine sex on your wedding night with someone you've only just met that day? That's fucking weird shit, man. It's like rape. It's kind of rapey. It's really rapey. It's what well, you. Uh, hopefully, she's consenting. But actually, there's a good point. It's not like this woman picked this man to fuck her, and he didn't pick her to fuck him either. And so it is a little bit. Yeah, it's like organized rape a little bit. I don't know if we can. But she carpet also, blanket. She also <laughs> accused, agreed to it, unless she's a minor. But she also agreed well, to the arranged marriage. That's very different. But yeah, she agreed. Well, did she agree to it, or she just told this is what's happening? Well, I was supposed it. to get an arranged marriage. Fuck off. Yeah. Who do you know the guy? Do you know who it was too? No, because I was so loud and obnoxious that they were always like, "No one's gonna want to marry her," because I'm, I laugh so loud. Well, hang on a sec. This is because you've always lived in America, right? Yeah. And you were brought up here. Yeah. So who was the arranged marriage too? Like, how do you? Because normally that'd be surely that'd be a Korean thing, not an American. Well, you know, just because I grew up here doesn't mean I didn't have to abide by Korean rules. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because my fair. parents were both Korean and raised me. So what are the Korean kind of, what are, what's the general, what's Korean rules of engagement? Bang. It's not that it was Korean, it's that it's the arranged church marriage. that they were in. Okay. So they were going to set me up on an arranged marriage. So love Jesus, get married to another Korean, another Korean. Well, they would use it to like ship Koreans from Korea. To the church. To get a visa. Nice. You know, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to build the church bigger. Oh, well, that's like fucking, um, that's like a uh, birthright. That's like when Jewish kids go on birthright where they can have this free trip to Israel and they go out there with fucking 20 of their mates and what they do is they bring all the hot like these kids will be 17 18 years old right American Jewish kids they send them to Israel when they get out there they bring in all the super fucking the hottest um uh, male and female kids who are 18 who are doing their one year of Israel you know uh, service national service yeah and they bring them to meet them and try and kick off relationships so that they can spend the next year being pen pals and falling in love with one another. And then what they do is they marry, get them to come over and get married so they can get an American That's why they do those free trips to Israel? Fuck yes, yeah. And it's it's a way to keep... To keep Jewish, young Jewish people, um, you know, marrying and having kids with other young Jewish people and also keeping wow. that relationship with Israel. That's that's what it is. That's what all my Jewish friends who've done it have described it as. It's like a, basically a J-date fucking... It's a major... Hot or not, yeah. Go out there and get some J-speed date. 100% speed date, yeah. And then you have a year to fall in love. Like, they normally fuck each other that weekend and have like a night out or whatever or the, the teachers Do you let think them they have fuck? a night out oh yeah, yeah I know people who've fucked well, one of my friends she said she went out there and she met this hot guy who was doing his national service fucked the shit out of him they sort of stayed friends for a few months but then he didn't really go anywhere but um, a lot of people she knew continued their pen pal relationships you know it's so easy these days with fucking phones you can, it's like you're almost there and then after a year they go oh my god I'm going to come out and visit you now I finished my national service they get a little kicker a little bit of money to go out there and then boom 
get married, get that synagogue, fucking, you know, boom, shalom, mazel tov. Here's your papers. Congratulations. The Jewish faith is strong. Wow. It's a way to do it. See, I, I don't, I'm, I'm against anything that keeps people only breeding with their own people. I think we should all interbreed. And then we'd, we could, that's the easiest and quickest way to eradicate racism. When we all end up a light coffee color with, you know, slightly Slavic Asian eyes. <laughs> that's what we're going to be. And, and everyone will be like, all right, cool. We did it. We did it, team. I think we are doing that. I mean, we're not. I mean, not you and me, but there are Americans who do that. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to do it. I'm, I'm, I, I date. Oh, you're trying to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I date girls who are, you know, Latin America, you know, yeah. black girls, Asian girls. Right. But then, you know, there's a lot of people who are still fighting against it. I'm so fucking high. <laughs> 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 I got to do two more of these today as well. Uh, I'm just fucking. Uh, anyway, whatever. My point that's is that's too much. Three podcasts in one day. That's a lot, right? Yeah. Why? Why did you do that? Because I'm about to go away to New York for a week. Had to do and it. And you don't record when you're in New York. Well, I'm going to try to this time, but I want to make sure I have enough to give people two episodes a week. You know? Yeah. I love them. They're my friends. I mean, I don't. None of them really care for me personally. I'm sure they do. They're spending lots of time with you. I'm, uh, yeah, well, you would you think they care friend. about me. If they really cared about me, they'd share this podcast with all their friends. That's right. Just get the link tree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Jeff Leach for all your audio and video links. Thanks, savages. Anyway, yeah, they don't love me. They do love you. A little bit. I mean, if they're listening again, they love you. Have you had any um, weird fucking super fans? Um, not weird. I think they're just... Uh... I mean, I'm weird. You used to so do, yeah, used they to are do weird. a very they int- are weird. You used to do a very intimate thing on your own podcast. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you you don't still do it though, do you? No. So in early episodes, I've actually never listened to it, the early ones, so I don't know. But um, people said that you used to have an orgasm at the end of your podcast episode. You would go, okay, and that's the episode. Why do people and say now that? I'm, ha- I'm gonna have an orgasm, and that's what you would do. I don't know who started that rumor. That's 100 percent not a rumor. That's 100 percent true. Is it true? I don't even know what's true anymore. Don't fuck with me, dude. <laughs> don't fuck around with me. Why are you trying to fuck me up? It's working You've as never well. heard it. So That's what happens. That's what you do. If a tree falls I, in the forest. And no one's there a, to hear if it. If a coo comes in, the, in her bedroom, <laughs> in her hotel, and there's no one in the hallway to hear it, did she really come? Did she really come? Yeah. Ask yourself that. No, I, I have to ask the lady who does the laundry the next day, but I'm pretty certain she came. You don't do your own laundry? I do, yeah, but you were in the hotel room. Oh. Oh, my God. When I was in Korea... Now my- you've made it weird and you made it seem like you've come on my sheets because you just said you, didn't do, you, don't, you don't do your own laundry, suggesting that my How laundry would, that would have your come like on that? it. Because it would suggest that your bodily fluids ended up on my no, sheets. No, your bodily fluids were on your sheets. I, I'm, I never jerk off. I never do that. I'm waiting for the right girl. <laughs> <laughs> You just fuck donuts. But you used to do that. Cantaloupes? You used to do that. You literally used to do that at the end of your podcast, didn't you? That's what some people were saying, but why why did you do that? That's because quite an interesting choice to go, all right, and now some ASMR sex sounds. Because it got me to the top ten in iTunes. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. And you know what? Let me say this. And this is a uh, people have heard me rant and rave about 
you know, uh, like Instagram thoughts or shit like that. No, and I'll tell you fa- why. No, wait, I want to make this it's point. Because- I want to make this point, first of all, just very quickly. And my point is, I have complete and utter respect for that if you own the thing. And saying, you know what? If I put this little weird sexual thing at the end of my podcast, it brought in hundreds of thousands of listeners that pushed me up into the top of the charts. That is completely and utterly respectable because you're owning it and you're saying that. If you've gone, oh, it was just a, it was really an artistic expression to f-, I'd go fuck off, fuck off. You knew it was just like it was a, a shock tactic. Well, that brought in listeners. I didn't know that it was gonna shoot me to the top either. Right. So, but you hoped. That's why you put it in there. You hoped it was like, oh, this will be a a pretty weird and sexual thing that will bring in ears yeah yeah there you go and that's okay that's all right that's business but you know i was also very influenced by the guys we fucked girls yeah christina and corinne literally called their podcast i started listening to their podcast and they're super feminist what do you think about it and i just got like energized from their feminist energy Mm. and i was just like you know what there's not so much information about female orgasms. Mm-hmm. I have this incredible ability to orgasm multiple times in one sitting mm-hmm. or laying. And why not show people my talents? Yeah. Or not, not show, show them through the medium of audio. Right. Yeah. So... I, I would assume that would bring some pretty fucking creepy fans out of the woodwork. Hey, Esther, I just heard you fucking come on your last part. Oh, it's so hot. I just wanted to show you my coming face. You know, it's... You know a, what I mean? It's a lot of girls, too, though. Yeah. Like, couples. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because that's how porn is And what, what would they do? Would they send you just messages? Or would they Instagram you videos or photos? Oh, my God. One time, some girl Instagram DM me, like, a. Uh, a question like, can I lick your butthole? Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with licking a butthole. As long as it's a clean butthole, I do it's think- really nice to have your butthole licked. Have you ever had your butthole licked? Yeah, and it's not. It's more for the person doing the licking. I don't think so. It can licky. feel really good. You have more like uh, blood vessels around your butthole. So actually as a stimulant. I don't it's, really it's care really for the point. butthole licking. Which is also incredibly valid. You don't I've have had to it like done, it. and I'm just like, this is pointless for me, but I don't know why you're getting off on licking my <laughs> like, there's like, I'm thinking of E. coli, bacteria. Like, this is not hygienic. I mean, I Have I you think, licked buttholes? Yeah, but I've made sure it's hygienic by having taking you a shower it? with your partner beforehand. Yeah, yeah, but still, there must be, like, crevices in you that balloon You realize there's, like, probably tiny flecks of fecal with... matter underneath your fingernails, even after you wash your hands in the Yeah, but sink. no need to go to the fucking source. source. <laughs> oh my like, god! Do you stick your tongue inside? Nah, not really. I'm you not really. I don't it. really like tongue fuck a butthole. Yeah. I have, but that's not my go-to. I mean, I have through Saran wrap. Yeah. <laughs> Who hasn't? Who ha- You know, we've all been to a quinceanera, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. I've. I've just. I've definitely. I'm more of a fan of if I'm gonna do that, or if a girl wants me to do that, I'll lick the butthole. Is that as opposed a, to a, dive in there and be like, often? Um, no, not really, no. And I don't do it very often. It's just something that it's always fun to have that in the bag. You have to try it and yeah, see pr- in case she likes it. In case she was shy about you asking know what? For when it. I'm, it's, I'm not going to do it the first time I go down on a woman. You know, I'm going to go down on her, but I'm not going to oh, immediately no go. Fun. Well, let me just stick my tongue up in that butthole. I'm no fun. You don't even like it being done. You'd scream. We, you would, you'd probably laugh. That's the weird thing. I've always thought about. Um, 
people become very much themselves when they have sex. It's a very honest time. It's very animalistic. And because the most stimulated sound I've ever heard you make is, you know, your <laughs> laugh. I wondered if you've ever done that during sex and how incredibly upset the guy was. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's like when you're having sex, you got to concentrate. Yeah. Right? Got to put a little you gotta, energy you in You got to put your game face on. Unless you use CBD lube, which I've done for the first time last week. Wow. That's such amazing. a great idea. Wait, you put on your dick? Yeah. You, so you just rubbed it, rub it on my dick and on the girl's vagina and then have sex. That's too much. And you it know what? It must be out no, of control. What, you know what the best part of it was? I was very nervous because and I only used it for the second round because I was a bit worried that if I put CBD on, on my fucking cock and balls is that not gonna like lose stimulation is it not am i not gonna lose my heart on you don't lose your heart on because it's not it's not there's no head high but the body high is amazing and it feels like my it felt like my dick was like throbbing with positive energy it was amazing it felt like it was some kind of mythical scabbard that i just we'd gone into a, an old dark cavern and i tripped on something and i turned around i saw a glint and i sort of brushed away the gravel around the top and got the torch. Hey, Esther, bring me that torch. And you, ah, what's going on? And you bring over the torch and I, and I blow away and there's the hilt of my cock and balls and it's glistening like, like it's made out of diamonds. And I pull it out and, oh, behold. And that's what my cock and balls felt like with CBD lube on them. It's, I mean, I put CBD lube on my neck. Yeah. And it just feels amazing. Put it on your pussy next time. That would be too much. Do it. Trust me. Next time you go for a spa day like you did today, before you go, just boom, tiny bit of CBD oil on your clip and then go and have your spa day. I guarantee it will be the best day of your entire fucking life. I wish I had a clitoris so I could do that. You know, I always had penis envy. Really? I wish I had a dick. What would you do with your dick if you had it? You got one day. One day, you have a penis. It's a beautiful, girthy penis. What do you do with Ask your dick Liv for a day? Ask Liv Tyler for a blowjob. Because you just want her lips wrapped around a cock. Yeah. She's got very big lips, hasn't she? Very sexy lips. But you could, she could do things to you as a lady. You know? If it's just her mouth you have a fixation with, or is it the combination of penis and her mouth? No, you're fixated on the mouth. Because I think that's... That, she has that's, nice hair too. Oh, you just want Liv Tyler to go down on you. Yeah. Don't, you don't we all? A, you don't need a penis for that. Don't you? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I'd love it to come on the podcast, but not <laughs> for that. Here's the thing. <laughs> like, you don't need a penis for her to go down on you. There's got to be something Mind more penis blown. related. Like, if I had breasts and a vagina for a day, I'd make a few... If, like, if I was a woman for a day an attractive woman. I just make a couple of home videos for myself where I'm just going, oh, Jeff Leach, you really are the best, blah, Jessica blah, blah. Leach. Yeah, I know, I know. I'd reference myself and make some really sordid sexual videos and then send them to myself. So then when I'm a man again, I can be like, yeah, look at this hot chick saying all this That's basically shit what we do every day because we know that's what you would do if you were us. Is that what girls get up to all day? Yeah, I have hard drives full of <laughs> home sex videos. You know what? You joke, but there's a lot of women who make a very tidy fucking living literally doing that. Doing what? Exactly what you've described. Posting videos of them masturbating? But yeah, and they have 
you know, hundreds of thousands of fans on Instagram, they get bought everything they ever want off their Amazon wish list, and they're making good money from it with, with you know, their premium Snapchat or their, you know, I, I've got friends who make, that's how they make their money. And they, they're very, they're doing very, very well for themselves. Yeah. Potentially tens of thousands of dollars a month. That's Crazy. pretty good, right? I know. And then they're going to be set for life. We can't do that. As a man, I don't think we have the same um, value sexually that a woman has what about gay men what if you did jerk off videos for gay guys oh yeah there's plenty of there's plenty of guys who would right now pay me a lot of money to watch me jerk actually i'm a little short on rent this month if anyone listening needs a video i'm happy as long as it doesn't have my face in it i'm happy let's like a th- no round, that'd be the whole money thousand bucks thousand you bucks for like a one minute video it. one minute video thousand bucks i'll just you, right, you're, you're just you're gonna hear sobbing too high you're pricing yourself out of the market. Get fucked. Um, this is a porno video I'm making. This is like a penis porno video. I'm, I need at least a thousand to make that worthwhile. Uh, can you, how much are you suggesting I charge? Esther, don't be mean. <laughs> I can see your little eyes darting back and forth because you're like, how mean can I be <laughs> to him? But let's look at it like logistically. I'm, not, I'm giving over all my privacy. People think I'm mean, but I don't like that people think I'm mean. You know? Have you had this realization recently? Just right now. Right now. <laughs> this is the podcast where we changed it all, ladies and gentlemen. We did it, Reddit. We did it. Esther Koo is only ever going to be really lovely to people. You are nice. When you're nice, you're really nice. I'm actually a really nice person because I was raised Christian. So the the reason why I like being mean is because it's a way for me to rebel against my fucking Christianity. You're saying Jesus made you do it. That's literally your excuse. Jesus well, made me mean. Well, the church mean. trains you to be a servant. Yeah. And to serve people, to bake them cookies and <sighs> give them to people. It's I was always too much, isn't it? baking brownies every week and giving them to people. And you know? now what are you doing? And now I'm just... How do you feel your days now? I'm, I'm more selfish now. Yeah. But it feels good to be selfish. Yeah. You know, because you have to take care of yourself. You do, but I, I'm, I think as, as I get older, more and more, I'm um, under the impression that the most successful people in any career, but especially entertainment, um, are people who give as much as they get and they work with other people and they create these communities yeah. within the community. True. Everyone I see who's super successful is because of that. Like You know they've been helped out by those buddies, but in return help out their buddies. There's a, a group right now of, you know, Dalia, Brian Callen, um, Theo Vaughn, Brendan Schaub, you know, all of those guys together. Then there's, you know, your Judd Apatars and your Michael Sarah and your Jonah Hill and your Craig Robinson. You know, they're right. a group. They all take care of each other. People who look after each other, yeah. Leo and his little rat pack, Leonardo DiCaprio, they got a group as well. And they're all super successful actors. Yeah. And I think they help each other out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I just, so we need, we need to form that. We need to form yeah, that. But well, gonna, you're trying to identify as an immigrant. I am an immigrant. To, I don't need trying to, to join try the immigrant and identify network. as one. I'm literally an immigrant with green cards, resident status. I know you're literally an immigrant, but you're yeah. not like one of us immigrants. Why? Because I have a white face. Because Literally, that's the only difference. America comes from your country, so it's different. Well, technically it doesn't. The Europeans it's like moving who are still out of your European parents' center. house and going to live with your son. If, if I would love it if I could transfer all of my rights as a British citizen to this country, that'd be great. Healthcare, fucking voting oh, rights, all that'd be amazing. I'm not a citizen. I'm a green card holder. For how long are you allowed to stay here? 
10 years on this green card and then I can renew it or who I can become a citizen. Who said you get 10 years? Why did you qualify for that? Who the who fuck are you? Do you work for USIS? Who approved you? Do you work for USIS? What's going on? I'd what like is this? I'd like to have a word with the person who approved you at the TSA office. See, now you're being mean again. Now I don't want you in the group. I don't want you in our little community. No, but how, I'm just wondering, how did how did that go about? Like that process? Like how does somebody get 10 years? 10 years is a long time. That's just a standard green card, I think. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's normally but for if 10 you, years. if you pay, isn't there like a thing where if you pay $50,000, you could be American? Oh, if you, um, if you, I think if you employ enough people in the country or uh, through a business that you own, or if you buy a house and do something else, or if you bring like a $2 million into the- To the GDP? Into the American, yeah. Like economy. the economy, then you- Then you you're automatically pr- an, an American. You can pretty much get a fucking citizenship. Yeah. And for the right amount of money, you can buy anything. You know, you could buy a dead body for the right amount of money. You could buy a passport for the right amount of money. You can buy lots of things for the right amount of money. So what do you need? Just tell me what you need and I'll arrange it. What do I need? Yeah, what are you looking for? What do you need? Well, I'm Amer- I'm already American. Yeah, I can tell by the way need- you speak. <laughs> I don't need a citizenship. What do you need though in life? What, do you, um, what, what What's missing from Esther Koo's life? Serious question. Uh, I need like... I need a uh, an assistant. All right, that's a very easy thing to get. You just put an internet advert out. I'm asking, what do you need? <laughs> the, what is the person, not the performer, Esther Koo? What do you need? To, what do I need to, to feel contentment in life? Um, I need good food, good friends. This is so fucking this boring. Is a, a Hallmark card. This is the worst answer. <laughs> I know because you Do caught me. You need the me, validation of your parents. You caught me on a on Off a guard. nice day. Oh, you just because you're being too nice now. I'm being I'm being too nice. Too nice to be funny. Right, right, right. Do you feel like your humor only comes out of the mean bit, the mean part of you? Then no, I can be funny not being mean. Hmm. I think. I think L. A. is a place that likes people to be mean. You as think well. so? Even though New York, everyone says Gets New York that reputation? comics are tougher. I think L. A. is a place where people are mean they're mean about each other they shit talk each other in joking sense they're scared and intimidated by each other it's really it's quite sad it's quite sad i I, I see a lot of desperation here and it makes me quite sad yeah yeah whereas in new york i feel like like there's less of that maybe because people are getting more stage time maybe because people are you know, uh, 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 more focused on their craft of being good rather than fucking over their neighbor when you're here everything's just a big question mark yeah so I get the insecurity. Yeah. I get it. But it's not nice. It's not attractive when people are insecure. But it comes out. People can't help it. Yeah. It's embarrassing, right? Yeah. I wonder I wonder how they... That's why I always thought your meanness was. I thought it was an insecurity in you. Oh. <laughs> oh, really? It, yeah. Cause it it's, probably it's, is. Because it's, very, it's, very, it's a very vulnerable thing to be nice to people. It, that, is, that takes a lot of vulnerability. And you place yourself at their mercy. If you start being nice to someone, then you're basically saying, I hey, I'm like, opening myself up but, for a potential friendship here. But in my defense, yeah. it is vulnerable. Yeah. It is you vulnerable. You do make yourself vulnerable. But and then you have defense- a friendship and then once you're friends with someone, you have the potential to be hurt by them. Oh, wow. Which can't happen if you don't give a fuck about people. Right. True. That is true. So how many really close friends do you have? I do have... I do have close friends. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I've gotten into fights with them and you have to work through it. You know? <sighs> That's pretty bad. It is, I, it is hard. It is rough going through 
like a friendship. Are you going through one now? No. Okay. But I have. Because you and, look quite and it's, it, moved by it. And it's tough. It's, it can be tough, right? Yeah. What happened with your friend? Why did you fall out? You know, sometimes you get into a fight because you disagree on something. Wow. That was a really insightful, <laughs> well-fleshed-out answer. See, you're answer. the mean one. You're the mean one. Look at Some, you being mean. I'm rubbing off on how you. Do you, how, do you uh, how did you fall out? Well, sometimes you have a, a disagreement about... <laughs> Something. I'm like, I okay, I've never... Oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> okay, cool I guess story, it, it's obvious I, I don't have any friends and I just read that in a in a encyclopedia. Of of what? Of, of An argument, friend. definition. Well, definition argument. of argument. <laughs> to argue. <laughs> yeah, so... It's hard to find friends in um, in comedy. I think it's, it's easy to find... Um, it's easy to find empathy because we're doing the same thing, mm-hmm. trying to validate our pathetic fucking existence through the laughter of strangers. So there's something that draws people, uh, makes people feel very connected just off the bat when you know you're a comic and you go, yeah, you're a comic, I'm a comic, we're working comics, there's uh, an understanding, there's an understanding. But to find a level of friendship with other comics, I find that quite difficult. Have you experienced that? Or do you just have lots of friends in comedy? Um, Good I, friends. I mean, real friends. Yeah. Help you move when you have to move your apartment. Friends call you. You know, you call them at two in the morning. The thing is, I don't like asking to people to help me move. Yeah. Because I I don't want to burden anybody, but I think if it's a friend, you're not burdening them. I see. I've got good friends that have you. helped me, and also, and vice versa, because they know that at the drop of a hat, if yeah. they went, bro, I need a hand with something, I'd be like, yeah, cool. Just let me know when, and I'll come right. over. Right. And plus, if they're big burly guys. They, That's the kind of friends yeah. you want helping, yeah. I do, yeah, my friend Dan, Dan, uh, the song parody man. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's helped me move, and he's a good, what, what he's I'm a trying good to what I'm, in a roundabout way. What I'm getting at is, can you help me move? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you don't have much stuff. Yeah, so on that, it's you'd easy. be surprised how heavy some of this shit is. Oh well, I'm not gonna carry stuff. I know you're I'll, a brown belt. I'll direct. You know, traffic. Other people. I'll keep the door open while you. I guys don't know move, if you should be do- dealing with traffic. I don't want to be like you know make too many generalized statements, but. But yeah, yeah, I don't own any bright yellow clothing. Exactly, you don't have the signs. You don't yeah. have the signage. I don't have that reflective vest that. This podcast crossing, crossing has been a wear. very strange episode. Oh really? Yeah. Why? Because I'm strange. No, I think because we're both a little high. And also, we ate that delicious cake, and we're also having the most civil conversation we've ever had throughout our entire friendship. Why are you so surprised? Because the remaining two and a half years that I've known you, you've kind of been a dick <gasps> to me. To me. How have I been a dick to you? I mean, you know, you know all the ways how. It's not a big deal. It's not like what, I sat blo- around blocking crying. Blocking you on Instagram? Uh, yeah, just kind of, you know what you do is you'd be, you'd be nice for a minute and then be really fucking nasty and then go like, and then you keep up this facade that you hated me the whole time. <laughs> and it was really quite, I was like, I know, I can't, I feel like I'm 100% certain she's joking. It has nothing to do with you. I was like, I 100% know she's joking, but it still hurts a little when she does it. <laughs> well. And I don't mind, I don't mind sharing that vulnerability with you, Esther. Oh. <laughs> It's not, I think I'm just And that's the first repulsed, step towards friendship. Repulsed by the British accent. Don't say you're repulsed by me. That's such a no, mean thing. No, but it's not I can't help my you. accent. It's the and British accent. And I know you accent. can't help it. It's not you. Just like I can't help my laugh. 
Should I should I talk in an American accent? Is that easier? See, you can speak regular. There you go. Okay, sure. Okay, we can keep do that. it up. Cool. So now, now? we can be now now you're gonna be nice to me. <laughs> it's the same voice. Sort of. No, sort of. That's literally what you dislike is my accent. Yeah, I'm sorry if I've been mean to you. It's just that I can't stand <laughs> your guys' accent. It's nothing personal. I treat every. That's quite personal. That's actually Brit quite the personal. Same way. Why? What happened? Were you fucking attacked by a Brit when you were a child? What happened? No, I just find it weird. Did you watch Monty Python <laughs> movies? I'm just not cultured. High on acid, and it fucking gave you a weird. I've never like, been, oh! I've never been on acid. Never. Have you? Yeah, it's good fun. Is that a class A drug? Oh, it's definitely a class A drug. That's uh, an A plus drug. Yeah. I've never done that. It's can really you tell? fun. That you've never done it? Yeah. No. You can't tell. You can tell very rarely. You can tell when people have done it because they're still on fucking acid. Because I don't ramble about nonsense for hours. There's crazy people from the 60s who did so much acid that, look, I can't even see your little face. The whole whole podcast. They turned into an orange and they're still an orange. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's people who, who, who are walking around the streets right now Going, Woodstock was great. Time. I don't remember when I was dancing. My dick on my balls and my shoulder. And that guy, you're like, he probably did acid in the sixties. Probably, he probably still drops acid. He probably still. Well, no, no, because once you're homeless, you can't buy acid. That's not. That's not like a. You could just randomly lick things. Homeless person's and hope drug. They're covered in no, you get acid. Like, you that get somebody crack. Left I think you smoke crack. Left once behind. Meth, methamphetamines. You could smoke. Crystal meth or crack once you're homeless. You know what? You're right. It was a defense. It is a defense mechanism. Yeah. Being mean. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't need to be like that. Because actually, I think you're very charming when you're super nice. It's And I don't. And also, you, it doesn't mean you can't still be honest. You can still have fun and crack well, jokes. Well, you know, like we all use comedy as a defense mechanism. Let me say this about you. When you cracked a joke or any time over the last two and a half years that would have any other person I would have just taken as a joke or thought funny because of the nature of how you behave sometimes I would just assume you're being a fucking bitch to me you're just being nasty to me even if you're just joking when you're nice like this when you start out the friendship or the relationship in this kind of manner and then you crack one of those mean offhand jokes I know it's a joke because I'm like yeah she's no, a good we've person we establish ourselves as do you know friends. what I mean yeah exactly um, someone did this the other day what's his name um, I- I'll fucking call it out I don't give a shit um, he is Mike Acosta mm-hmm. um, from uh, Daily the Show. Daily Show Michael Acosta Michael Acosta sent me this let me let me just read this shit out um, and by the way I'm not calling you out Mike but I do want to make the point that I think this is a little bit fucking weird right um Oh, where's his fucking message? This is definitely going to be worth it. Maybe I should just search for his name at the top. So Mike Acosta is doing a show at Stand Up New York Mm -hmm. on the same night as me. And he sent me this message. He goes, Hi, Jeff. It's Michael Acosta. Any chance we could swap spots at Stand Up New York Saturday night? I would take you 8.45 and you would have 9 p.m. Trying to organize some stuff. So I checked, but I have a show at 9.15 at the, um, at the West Side. So I have to do my 8.45 to leave to get to the other spot to come back and do more shows at Stand Up New York. So I was like, unfortunately not, mate. I have a spot at 9.15 at West Side, so I'm going to have to run there and back between my Stand Up New York spots. Sorry, bro. And then he sent me, fuck you, ass home. He meant to say asshole, but f- he misspelled. But he just sent me, fuck you, asshole, basically. As a joke. Well, I get that it was intended as a joke. But if you but don't there put was no, LOL or a smiley there, face. There was no follow-up. 
And then I just left it for a minute, thinking he'd be like, he'd be like, you know, JK, don't worry about it, dude. Or like, or or an emoji, or just anything. Don't be such a sensitive wait, little wait, wait. snowflake. Wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I am a savage snowflake. And then I was like, okay. So I, I wrote a joke back. I have to. I wrote pee a joke back. Really I went, well, you can pee in a sec. <laughs> I went. I mean, if you're going to insult me, at least spell it right, because he fucked that up. And then you see, uh, you pretentious Brits are always no. like and then I was wanting like, to correct and then our I was spelling. Like, and then who I was cares? Like, also, way too familiar a joke for two guys who barely know each other. I don't know him. We've seen each other in the green room twice in our entire lives and had about three minutes of conversation. He's not see, my friend. It's snowflakes like you that are ruining comedy. <laughs> no, not true. Not true. True, I'm you can't be a sensitive stage. little bitch. Nah, 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 nah. On stage, you can say whatever the no, fuck you want to say. No, even off stage, nah, this is how we communicate. Nah, nah, nah. I'm allowed to call him out and go, yo, that wasn't... All right. Yeah, Listen, I'm, I gotta not, go have lunch friends. with my friend, Aiko. All right, I'm glad. Uh, um, anyway, <laughs> thanks so... Thanks for having me. What do you think, what do you think um, I should do about it? Do I have a... Like, should we arrange a MMA boxing match? Who? Michael Costa. Do we have like an MMA boxing match? Should I just write him a letter? I'll text him. Should I write a blog explaining how I feel and then he can read it at a later date? No, you millennials always want to like make Shut things up. all complicated. Maybe I could, you know what I could do is I could have like my thoughts hand stitched onto a blanket and have the blanket sent to him. So it's like a nice message, but also it really pours out how I feel about it written on the blanket. I'm going to become, become better friends with Michael now because of this. I can't believe you've gone drama. full circle and become mean again. <laughs> We've, we've done so much good work. Well, I have to because you're my, like, sibling, you know? Because you're, like, younger than me, so you're, like... I'm your sibling. You're, like, my little brother's friend. Really? Yeah. That's a weird role to have in your life, but I'll take it. It's All better right. than... Um, Esther Koo, thanks very much for joining us. That was, it's got to be the uh, definitely a strange two high people, one hour of conversation. But that's all right. You think it's stranger Did than... Did you have fun? I think people can follow. It's it's. Did you fun. enjoy the conversation? I did. Did you learn something? What did you learn today? <gasps> I don't want to be that too. You're a little bitch. Okay. <laughs> and what did I learn? I learned. That and I'm a big bitch. I learned that it's hey. important. There you go. There you go. That's what we learned. Yeah. And I learned that in summation that you're going to hook me up with some of your South Korean mates, and I'm going to get married in five years, All six right. years. See you then. Um, if you want to check out Esther, make sure you find her on social media, Instagram. Go. T- wait, no, you got to t- plug your shit. I have to pee. Plug your shit. Just Esther Cuckoo. Esther Cuckoo on Instagram and Twitter. Also, make sure, you- have you got your own podcast still going? Coo and the Gang. Check out Coo and the Gang. Available on all good platforms. Go- <laughs> you can just go in the toilet and urinate. What a weird ending. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me. Um, I'll take a moment just to say that uh, I've been enjoying doing these podcasts. Um, I know I mentioned it on previous episodes. Do share clips of the podcast do share your favorite episodes with all your friends let them know savages and that's the only way we're going to build this army this legendary army of absolute fucking beauties that you guys are um and also make sure to check out patreon.com forward slash savage snowflake if you want to sow a little bit of monetary support you can do anything as little as one dollar a month for the eight episodes that come out guys i love you bye bye see you next time